1: <laughs> Hi, everyone. Grand Rising. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Want to welcome you to a terrific Tuesday. I have a lovely guest in the building. Miss Monique Verbal Oasis is here with me today. I get the chance to talk to her about not only her work that she's been spreading across all of these communities, but also some amazing upcoming events that she is also going to be participating in and it's got her hand in curating so I'm so excited to be able to talk to her today but of course y'all know it's the top of the show and it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream yes participate with us join us in building go ahead and tag and share the stream with anyone who you feel that could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey if you cannot watch our TV show we still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music. Oh. Whichever platform is your favorite, I promise you, you will find us there. Just go ahead and do the search. Um, shout out to everyone who is listening on the podcast and everyone who is sharing what you are learning here. You know, one of the great things about uh, community media that I find so invigorating every single episode is the idea that it is you who helps us grow. And the, the funny thing about that is when I talk to folks on the street, I was just Out at an event and it was fantastic to hear so many people say, I'm watching you girl. Great job. Oh my gosh. Love what Converge is doing. When I get the opportunity to not only be inspired by my guests who come on, but get inspired by those of you who share those kinds of stories with me out in community. It really is so beautiful. And it reminds me of the reason why we stay steadfast with highlighting our stories and highlighting what's going on in our community. You know, there's so many amazing businesses, amazing vendors, folks that are just getting going that have great ideas and have now done something with those ideas. And you hear me all the time talking about being inspired and When you get the chance to be out in community connecting with business owners, connecting with artists, connecting with organizers, you know, connecting with everyday community members, there's something so special about that layer of connectivity. And I got to give a huge shout out to all event organizers. This summer has been jam packed with phenomenal events to uplift all all of the brilliance within our communities. And it's great because no matter where I am, I mean, y'all, I was already all the way uh, in, you know, near Spokane and Wenatchee uh, and people were talking about Converge. And I'm telling you, it is one of those things where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I get so um, elated. It is one of the greatest words I could use because I'm like, wow. You know, not only are we creating impact in the Seattle metro area, but across the state, across the Pacific Northwest, across the country and the globe. I'm telling you, it's been so inspiring for me to listen to people who actually share why this platform is important for them and why they keep on tapping in here. So I just want to thank everyone. Who takes the time to let me know that what we're doing is impacting you. It's inspiring you. It's making a difference. You know, we are pushing the needle by highlighting the brilliance within our community and beyond. We are giving a platform to those who are looking to share their story, who are looking to expand their business, you know, show off an event or creativity that they have, uh, to the community. It's, it's really something for me that is anchoring to me not only in my purpose but in the purpose of this platform and the entire crew that's a part of all of the amazing uh footage y'all have seen the films we've done all of the commercials we've created all of the shows we've done and created i'm telling you there's something so special about working with each and every one of you so thank you so much to all of you who have shared how important this platform is and how important even my show is uh, in terms of how you've been able to learn more about amazing folks within our community doing amazing things. Well, after this break, I actually get the opportunity to continue those amazing discussions with Monique Verbal Oasis in the building. Y'all don't want to miss out on this. I'm excited to talk all about her story right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey.
0: I think my pieces of advice would be come in with humility, enjoy your passion, um, and be ready to work. Those are my three things. I think if you don't have, if you think your product is perfect and you may not need to adjust, you're going to, your product's going to die quickly because the world adjusts, people adjust. You need to always be thinking about your customer and what they want. So you may have an idea of what you like, but you've got to move that to what the customer likes also. And two, um, just enjoy your job i love what i do it is hard i love what i do uh it's hard and there's you're fighting mother nature and you're fighting inflation and all these other things um but i think it's made me a better human being and thirdly like be ready to work don't be lazy like just do the research get a mentor like you know that also goes with being humble like find somebody who's done it and then work with them to help you be the best version of yourself Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you, your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org
2: I learned about the Anu program through many different community organizations. The program, um, they're very good at making sure that you meet the right people. My favorite part would have to be the community building um, and also the volunteer opportunities as well. I've been working on my physical health a lot more. I've been intentional about that and they're very big on that. I'm still learning how transformational it is um, because there's just so much opportunity. It's a great program and they will support you.
1: Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Miss Monique, Verbal Oasis, Franklin. What's up, Monique? How hey. are
3: you? What's going on? I'm so honored to be here with you today.
1: Yeah, you know, I have been able to experience you at many events, and you have a very specific style. I can't wait to just start talking right now about the beginnings. What got you to say, I need to put? my thoughts on paper. I need to be creating in this, you know, uh, amazing way that you create poetry and your writings. Tell us about the beginnings.
3: Absolutely. Um, I kind of grew up in a vaudeville style, actually. I started performing at like the age of two. Um, and my first love actually was music and dance. And so I think if you listen to my poetry, you'll hear that the the main influence, a lot of the influence is music. Um, I often will write to music. And then um, many times uh wrap the metaphor of certain songs together with how I'm feeling or, or what I think is important to be said in today's world. So music has always been like since I was a three year old on a trampoline spinning uh, records, or uh or the big the big the big uh, reel to reels is what we had in my home when I was a young a young person I think i'm dating myself now <laughs> but uh <laughs> but um but music has always been an amazing influence, and so like poems of mine um like the big payback right are about my life but but also about the music of james brown right and um, a poem like Heaven Is Me is a is kind of like a, a walk through a relationship and finding yourself, but it's also a walk through the history of music from like ragtime through jazz to a, a free form of expression. Wow.
1: Oh my gosh. I, you know, when you say that, there's so much clicking in my head because of how I've been able to experience you. I mean, the first time I met you, we were at an event together and it was a concert. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes so much sense now because I thought that's just what you were doing because we're at a concert so you were inspired by these amazing songstress that you know uh, the, the the amazing vocalists that are local here and, and so well known um, were performing their music mm-hmm. and so I was like oh my gosh this is phenomenal and I told Tibbs I was like yo where did you find he's like I know right she's fire <laughs> and it's because you really have this almost a uh, uh, very musical or musicality in a certain cadence, even when you're performing your pieces. So when you say that, I'm like, oh wow, it <laughs> makes so much sense. Um, also too, I, I gotta ask about your name. I mean, verbal oasis is so beautiful to me, and every time I have been able to experience you, I'm like, that's exactly what you're doing. Mm. Uh, how did you hone in on that name?
3: You know, I think sometimes. You're just given things. Even as a poet, sometimes you don't even write the poem. You just are holding the pen, right? And you're you're going with the words that are being given. I think "Verbal Oasis" to me, when I was thinking of uh, a poet's name, um, was just this idea of bringing bringing a world that needs that needs like needs needs concepts and ideas like they need water. Mm. Right, and that sometimes the world is a desolate place, but that my poetry could be an oasis in that of knowledge, it could be an oasis of fact and science, it could be an oasis of humor. Right, and so, um, I don't know that I can take full credit for it, like, I can't take full credit for many of my works, but um, but it definitely was when I thought of it, like, that's it.
1: You know, there's something about being a vessel. I think we don't talk about that enough in the creative field, but there's something about being a vessel. And I always think about this historically, right? When you're in the creative world and you realize like over time there's been, you know, artworks and poetry and books and TV shows and, you know, all of these things that have really Uh, created culture. I mean, without them, you don't have that expression of life. And so there's always something about how it's a zeitgeist. It's a telling of the times. You think about the Renaissance, you know, Harlem Renaissance, there's some specificity to the writing there that really denotes the time. And so I love hearing you say that because when we think about the being the vessel of a certain message that is needed at a certain time or being the vessel for a platform, creativity, whatever it is that is needed at a certain time, you it really shows itself over time. Mm. But you know, for you to say you can't take full credit for your works, that's powerful because you understand there's something greater going on. How do you uh utilize that in your
3: you know process of creativity? yeah so my process of creativity i'm a I'm a computer scientist I have a degree from the University of Washington and I only say that to say that I'm a scientist right and i'm I never stopped being a scientist just like I never stopped being an artist and in fact, I think they're one of the same. I think oftentimes we are fooled into thinking that science and art are only for certain segments of our population and in fact, we have been both since we were born we couldn't learn uh to to do anything without creativity and innovation um, and inquiry, which is all the, the root of science and art. And so um, with that being said, I think for me, my approach has always been a couple of things. There are the poems that write themselves that are just like, bam, and you just have to take that moment of inspiration and put that on the page. And then there's the ideas, um, or something happens you're like, that would be a great poem. Or something happens and you're like, I have something to say about that thing that happened and I need to express that. Um, and then there's the the things that are just like, something is, I'm dealing with something. I'm trying to understand something. Um, I'm dealing with a happiness or a sadness, right? And poetry is a way for me to pull that outside of myself and have an ability to look at something like from all shapes and sizes and and uh have a little bit of healthy detachment mm-hmm. right and then be able to reintegrate that and so it's kind of like my way of being able to continue to le- level up my humanity right and um and then to be transparent with the community like this is this is how I went from like being really angry enough to hit someone with my car and just writing a poem about it Right. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, the
1: transformation and transcendence. Yes. Of, kind of of different states that we, that, that we can find ourselves in. You know, uh, there's always, I mean, I, I think, I feel like almost every time I have someone who's creative on here, I'm like, there's that level of inspiration. There's that something that, you know, pulled you into it. But I want to ask if, if you find yourself really being inspired by, you know, great poets of the past or there you know, certain Influences that you feel you carry through your work?
3: Well, I think one of the things that I'm really inspired by is community, and you mentioned the Harlem Renaissance. And the beautiful thing about the Harlem Renaissance is it wasn't just writers and it wasn't just poets, it was about a community of artists collaborating across genres and coming together and letting all that stew in a pot and people being able to continually go back and get fed from everyone's genius. And that's what I think is beautiful about um, being an artist and creating an artistic community and having um, an artistic practice. And I think all of us can think about how we can benefit from an artistic practice, but especially it's amplified when you do that in a community of artists. And especially when you're willing to try things. Um, Sometimes we get kind of told, oh, the first thing you tried is the thing that you're is that you're here to do or the thing that you're best at is the thing that you're here to do and i think one of the things that i really want to say is that your artistic practice the thing that brings you the most joy the things that brings you the most growth may not be the things that you're the best at and that's okay like you may find that the greatest joy in your artistic practice is when you have that morning sing in the shower and you may not sound nothing like Whitney Houston but that is the joy that gets you through the day right that is an artistic practice Right. And so just finding the ways in which you can engage with the gifts of art and not limiting yourself. You know what I mean? Like um finger painting is still fun at 45.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Also, too, I mean, there, there's something to be said about you. You just mentioned it here being in a community and, you know, th- there's so many different nodes of community when you start finding, uh, shared interests, shared practice, right. Uh, shared forms of creativity. I I know I, when I talk to musicians a lot, there's something so special about the musician community mm-hmm. here within, you know, greater Seattle kind of area. Uh, how have you found that kind of a poet, you know, community here. Cause I'm starting to see more and more poetry events and I'm loving it. Cause I'm like, we need to be able to have these opportunities to be inspired by all of the works of so many great poets. How have you found yourself kind of plugging into that, that community and that node of community?
3: Definitely. I mean, we have a rich poetic history here in, in the city of Seattle, but also in our region. Uh, we have a African-American Writers Alliance that's over 40 years old. Um, you know, we have Poet Laureates both in Seattle, in Tacoma, in the state of Washington. Uh, King County has a poetry um, kind of liaison who's in the middle of a project now. So there, there are different levels of participation, but for me... Um, I am really interested and motivated and inspired to be in community with black artists Mm -hmm. um, and, and create a community I say from like Linwood to Lakewood, right? Like let's not have like city boundaries around that. And then as a poet who um, I prefer to get down with a band. um, So, so as a poet that M- co-mingles oftentimes like I've been in projects where um dancers are dancing to just my words right and so I find the greatest joy in working with other poets I mean as a poet I, I'm a shy person and I know a lot of people won't believe that <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> but I am I'm a shy person I'm an introvert um sometimes I like to say I'm the I'm the 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 Michael Jackson of poetry if you've ever seen him on stage versus his like interview yeah, uh per- yeah. personality like I have a withdrawal that happens. And so what was beautiful is that my first performance experience in college was with a group of poets. So I didn't have to try it by myself. And I don't know that I would have been brave enough. Mm. But um, getting my first experiences in a collective group of performers really helped me to go. This is something that is for me. There's the piece about writing it and that healing process and that exploration process and then the piece about sharing it and what that performance looks like um and crafting that and what that feels like in your body um is a whole nother blessing. Right. So there's there's the part where it's like you do your art for you first. Always. But then when you get out there and you do it from some, for someone else, that's a whole other experience. And when you have a rich artist community who's talented, whose motivation is about elevating everyone, um, then it's like, hey, have you thought about this? Right? And it's not this kind of nastiness. It's more of like, you know, we can elevate together and continue to push what we have to offer. I think in Seattle, being a city that um, we are not in the majority, and we don't necessarily always have places where we can just walk out and be in black community. Um, it's really helpful to have a connected artist community that has consistent contact with one another and intentional contact with one another. And that's what the verbal o- oasis festival, the spoken word festival is about. It's like pulling together black artists from across our region who are dancers, spoken word artists, you know, musicians, painters and having them in one place. Um, to experience each other and to try different art forms and to try painting, to try spoken word. We always have a writing circle before the show so that people can um, have a chance to just try it out. And then we always have an open mic. So if people wanna go the next level, they can. Um, And so I think that piece around having the access to artists who are willing to collaborate, who have a value around black community and black arts, Um, Oftentimes as a black artist in the city, you can find yourself not really getting a chance to serve the black community with your art. Mm. Um, And so being intentional about that as an artist is important if that's something that's important to you to create those spaces where the black community has access to you. Um, And for me, I've been able to do that by like, by curating uh, grant funds so that I can have free events for the black community so that our black artists can get paid the top dollar that they're supposed to get paid. Um, And we can enjoy each other and uplift each other and expand our artistic practice as a community. I just, I I love
1: that so much. And I mean, you hit something that I really was gonna be asking in terms of that kind of more privatization Mm -hmm. of the creation of poetry and then the public side of sharing it. So I love how you connected all of that when you were talking about this amazing community that you're a part of and and really, you know, so uh, such a pillar of really to be able to open up opportunities for others to get paid what they're, what they deserve, Mm -hmm. what they, you know, what they are worth, like not skipping on that and also opening it up so that community can experience folks. And They can also experience each other. I think there's something so important about events. And so um, you do have this amazing series of events. I want you to talk more about it because, you know, we have the flyer. We'll share that. But, you know, what are some of the things that you're excited for when you put these events together and what you really
3: want the audience to walk away with? Absolutely. like. One, this is our this is our third annual Verbal Oasis uh Spoken Word Festival. The the first two years we had it outdoors in Rainier Beach. And so this is our first time at Langston Hughes. I want to shout out to Langston, the nonprofit, for helping to provide the space for us to be here. And it's a beautiful space. Langston um is a place that is is pivotal in my upbringing as an artist, and so it's a homecoming for me personally, and I want it to be a homecoming for our Black artists. I want people, um, like I said, from Linwood to Lakewood to see Langston as a place where they can present their works as Black artists. It's it's Langston Hughes, right? Um, So one, I'm excited about being in that historic venue in the historic Central District, uh, presenting this Black Arts Festival. we have three adult shows and two children's open mics. Um, and these children's open mics are focused on the creativity, developing the creativity of children between ages two and 12. And um, But we also have featured youth performers who I think this year are kind of ranging between um, about 12 to 13-year-olds who are, who are being paid to present their artistry um, for this younger audience as well and some of their peers. Uh, we will have adults who are also in that space with the kids who are sharing their, their craft. And so we have this multi-generational community of artists that's happening. Um, in the first 30 minutes, the kids will have the opportunity to explore many art forms. So there'll be an art station. There'll be a storytelling station with Hella Black Books who's going to be giving out books that are authored by Black authors to children who are visiting us and then we'll have a tap dance station there'll be shoes that the kids can just try out and we'll learn a little bit of choreography um, from the whiz um, we'll be doing a you know and then um and then we'll have some instruments they'll have little drumming lessons and other things they can experiment with then they have the open mic so that's that's that is actually one of the first programs i ever designed when i was a single mother my daughter was two years old and we co-hosted this children's open mic together, um, and that really is an outcome of the, like I said, the vaudevillian life I grew up in, performing every year with my family, um, doing things from, you know, um, marionette puppetry to sign language to music to dancing to memorizing poems um, and plays. So being able to share that gift that I was given within my own family with community is uh, of the utmost importance to me. And so that's the children's open mic. Now Muse fusion Poetry Show is like a live band, right? We're getting down. Uh, we have an open mic. We have um, spotlight poet, feature poet, and uh, we have featured dancers who are going to be sharing the artistry. Um, we have Two live painters are gonna be painting all night. And then we have writing circles before the beginning of each show with our featured poets. So you can learn different techniques, styles, um, ideas around just creating your own work. And you can do that just for your own artistic practice. There's no, like you have to share this um, and that's fine. Like that first audience can just be you. But if you're ready for that second audience, we have an open mic. And so you can get up on that open mic and you can share your work. the The cornerstone of the verbal oasis spoken word festival is this idea of black and belonging, like we're trying to create a community space, yes, there will be entertainment, but what we're doing is building community so um Black and belonging is this idea that we are diverse as a Black community and that whatever your Black and is, right? Whether you're Black and scientists, whether it's, you know, Black and and vision impaired, whether you're Black and LGBTQ, whether you're Black and, you know, a parent, right? Whatever your Black and is, this is a beautiful, welcoming, loving space for you to thrive and to engage in your artistic practice.
1: Wow. Monique, that is amazing. Uh, congratulations, because I know it takes a lot of work to pull these events together, but I just love the diversity of what this event is offering mm-hmm. community. And honestly, you know, it's a great opportunity for anyone who was teetering with, do I want to, should I, yes. you know, um, to also be in space with other creatives. So if they're looking for feedback, if they're looking for that connection, this sounds like an amazing time for them to do it we'll put the flyer up again want to make sure folks know how to get their tickets
3: how to connect with you uh go ahead and let them know right there absolutely um our tickets are on brown paper tickets but if you look on inspired child um on facebook or monique franklin on facebook or verbal oasis on facebook you can find the links um this is a free festival it is september 1st second and third the adult shows are 6 30 to 9 the same time you know, different days. So you can just write this down and show up too. (laughs) And then the children's open mics are Saturday and Sunday, September 2nd and 3rd from three to 430. So if you're interested in signing up for the open mic, when you sign up for the show, you actually, we're pre-signing people up for the open mic. So if you want to make sure you get on it, grab your open mic slot.
1: Oh, wow. Monique Verbal Oasis Franklin, thank (laughs) you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad we got to uplift this phenomenal event that you've been doing every year and kudos and congratulations to being at the iconic and historic Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pure pleasure.
3: Thank you so much. It's always an honor and thank you to Converge. Oh my
1: gosh. I I told y'all it was going to be terrific. I told you it was. I'm going to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. One in every 500 African-Americans in the U.S. suffers from sickle cell disease. One in three African-American blood donors is a match for patients with sickle cell. One appointment to donate blood with the American Red Cross can help save a life. Will you be that one? One. Visit RedCrossBlood.org slash OurBlood today to schedule an appointment at a location near you. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now, so don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov slash vaccine.
2: So the advice that I would give to anybody coming into really any space is always keeping an eye out for the people that are doing the thing that you want to do and seeking them out and just asking them for a cup of coffee, asking to meet and connect with them in some way, because more often than not, those are the people that want to help you and want to uplift you and figure out a way to provide you support. So even if they don't have the answer, They can help you find somebody, but also they're helping you write the first few chapters of your story. And I think that that is the most important thing. Like you don't know what you don't know coming into that space and you have to be unafraid to ask those questions and really trust yourself and lean in hard. You know, you're going to make mistakes. That's going to happen. It is inevitable. It is a part of life. But what matters is what you learn from that, what the takeaway is and how you push forward.
1: Welcome back everyone to the day with Trey. Of course, I'm your host Trey Holiday, but I got to tell y'all, you you know, there's, there's some times where I get really into some stuff and what Monique shared today in terms of what's going to be offered at the Verbal Oasis. Oh gosh, say it again. Verbal Verbal
3: Oasis spoken Spoken
1: Word Festival look, I didn't want to get it wrong. Verbal Oasis Spoken Word Festival. I'm just, I I was just enthralled with what she was sharing. It was actually beyond inspiration for me today. So huge shout out to Monique Franklin, also known as Verbal Oasis for doing this because we need more of this in our community. And I was just speaking with her in the commercial break and I'm Holding back my tears of joy because honestly, I get so pumped. I keep using the word inspired, but that's really the best way to describe my uh, reaction to what people are doing in our community. Uh, and every time I have guests on this platform, on my show, it, you know, y'all are like, Oh, you know, is it? No, it's not about me. It's about them every single time because the honest of God truth is, is that uh, without folks like Monique doing these kinds of things, you know, we wouldn't be able to experience each other in community. We wouldn't have the spaces to do that. We wouldn't have curated opportunities to participate in that level of creativity. I mean, you're talking about doing something for young folks and adults and Mixer and this and that and at Langston. I mean, for me, it's um it, we need so much more of it. And I just love being in this seat right here and getting the opportunity to have the purview I do. So. I encourage you to not only be inspired, but I promise y'all tap in to these events. Tap in all the way in. Come out. If you are someone who is, like I said, while talking or teetering on your creativity, do you have it? Do you want to write? Do you want to perform? Try it out. This is a great time for you to do that. And three days. So multiple opportunities for you to be engaged, be involved, become part of community. If you're someone who maybe moved here for a job and you're looking for where's my black folks where's the culture where's i'm telling you i that's why i want more of you to be watching this show because uh, every day i'm trying to give you opportunities to tap in to get connected to get plugged into community in a really deep and meaningful way and i promise you not only will we benefit from you being tapped in because maybe you'll be able to flourish in some creativity you didn't know you had, but also you will benefit. You will benefit from being that much more anchored into your community, being a thriving part of your community and a full thread of the brilliance that we get to experience within our community. So, please do the work, y'all. Find your way to be a part of the solution. This right here is a great opportunity. It's a great option for you to find exactly that if you're looking to tap in to that creative community. So huge shout out to Monique. Franklin. I'm telling you, I I literally was like, I'm trying to hold my tears back because I get so pumped from what folks are sharing, but it's just so great to know that I live in a place where we have folks like Monique doing these kinds of events and being that intentional to offer it year over year, to find the funding, to do the groundwork that it takes to make these kinds of events and opportunities successful. So I hope that y'all are going, look, she said, just show up it's free. Of course they do have tickets uh, that you can also reserve your spot if you're looking for that open mic, but please tap in. So we can continue to see amazing like uh, amazing events like this thrive and take off. Uh, to no avail. I'm telling you, I, I see the sky's the limit for this festival. And I'm, I'm just, I'm telling y'all, you know, every now and then I'm really into it. I'm telling you, I'm really into this. Please make sure you tap in. If you know young folks who are, you know, figuring out their young voice and their artistry, I, I'm, I'm blown away by this opportunity. Y'all, I, I'm, I'm totally inspired. You do your part to find yourself as a part of the solution.
2: Please.
1: Just by tapping in, you can do that (laughs) for me, y'all. Until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace.